much horror movie. I've been in a few. Oh. I love Tex Chris Dayshaw. Really? Well, I love it too. Ah. And, and I, I think to myself. What a Gregory was. Not enough Gregory in the world. No. Killers, demons, ghosts outside. Screaming, you can run, but you can't hide. You can't scare me, I'm already dead inside. Okay, welcome everyone to a super indulgent episode. Episode, if we can call it an episode. The Tex Chris Dave Saw Massacre. Massacre. Celebrating one year of watching horror movies and talking about them Mm -hmm. with all of you. Yeah, we haven't stopped even. We kept going. Just carried right on through. We give you eight bonus episodes. Mm -hmm. So we've decided to have a nice little episode. No horror movies. We're not watching a movie today. We're just going to reflect back Mm -hmm. on one year of doing this. We've done our work, Chris. Uh (laughs) We've watched 60 in this first year. And uh, now let's talk about them. (laughs) All 60. Uh, 60. We're going to do a 60-hour episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just super cuts. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stats on the podcast. Just yeah, uh, answering some of your questions from our survey. Uh um, And revisiting some old classic um text chris dave saw moments so stick with us if you dare if you damn dare okay we're not going to watch a horror movie today but have you seen any horror movies lately i have the flicks in the theater yeah i um i watched the movie 1922 another Stephen King one yeah it is the year of Stephen King isn't it um it was really good I was surprised at how good it was I wish we had a super cut because we have some super cuts coming down the pipe they're coming um but I wish we had a super cut of all the times you've said it's Stephen King isn't it or, or something <laughs> of it? that nature yeah no I think yeah. you're right I think pretty much every time I say isn't it yeah like because I don't want to commit to saying that it's I think like, you're right because it sounds super familiar yeah if I say the year of Stephen King right and then no 1986 was when uh-huh. he did blank yeah. right right I don't want to do that 1922 yeah it was um a really well shot broody um from the Stephen King novella of the same name mm-hmm. um story about a father who convinces his son to kill his mother Oh shit! Yeah, it's it's really dark, and the dialogue in it is just like this old timey, beautiful. It's like what Bone Tomahawk annoyed me so much because <laughs> they did the opposite, uh. right? It's real sing songy kind of dialogue, really? but it's so good. Yeah, the way that this father speaks and he's he's so creepy, and um, the music is awesome. And then there's a ton of these um, visuals of people who have died. He can like see them as like zombies. Okay, it's it's really good. So is it a zombie story then? No, it's the, it's visions that he's having like that are like guilt manifest and the story gets like worse and worse and hmm. you know his son like can't handle what's happened and it's I I kind of don't want to say too much cuz you should watch it. Yeah, it's got, I'll definitely it, check it out. It's, it's so conveniently on Netflix. It's on Netflix um and it's got pretty good Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Nice too. It's like in the 80s. Thomas Jane from The Mist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's he's great in it. That's that's what I'm talking about. He's so terrifying and he's the one delivering these 
like almost like soliloquies every time he speaks these long winding just poems oh man. dialogue it's awesome any other familiar faces um not to me no but i've got a tiny little palette that doesn't know anything <laughs> so perhaps so maybe um i watched creep 2 which is oh. another netflix one. Oh, cool sequel to creep and i i just thought it was so special i thought it was a lovely mm-hmm. uh super unique little found footage horror movie that's just it was so pleasing to watch and i can't wait to watch it again really yeah i mean i love i think have we talked about the first one do you like the no, first one no i haven't seen the first one. Oh, the first one's wonderful man i didn't know that creep was good creep is so good it's aren't you a fan of mark duplass anyways um no i think we have talked about this like not really okay <laughs> he kind of bugs me okay that's probably what's kept you away from it this might be the conversation we had if we ever talked about creep yes yeah, yeah. um but i i do think you should check it out because it's it's just fucking wonderful like, I mean, Creep is just, it's found footage. Um, Mark Duplass is a serial killer and it's just... And he might be in real life. He's, he's weird <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, and this is, so they've got a whole trilogy that they're apparently building up towards. So this is the second installment and it just takes it in such an incredibly um, strange and charming and weird direction. Some people say like, like how can you even call it a horror movie? But... Um, it's it's obviously very much a horror movie still. Yeah. Strange, charming, weird direction. How can you call it horror? Like, yeah, that sounds like the voices. Um, yes, but it's very much a found footage movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's like in the first the first creep, it's he's a serial killer who films the whole encounter of him meeting his victims and through that whole process. So you see right. kind of one installment on it, and the second one is he's killed like thirty nine people, and he's having a midlife crisis about being a serial killer, and he's kind of <laughs> bored, and it doesn't fulfill him anymore until he meets this one person who like is kind of knocking him off his feet. So it's, it's like, just it's so strange and weird. Well, yeah, it's you have to definitely check out both of those movies. I I think I'm gonna have to now. Yeah, oh, I just don't like that guy, but I'll do it. I'll do it. it. It worth it. And I know he does. He does well. Oh, he's just so prolific. And he's also, he's got the show on HBO right now, which I've only seen a few episodes of, uh, Room 104, mm-hmm. which I love the concept. Yeah. An anthology series revolving around one hotel room. Yeah. So different weird stories you can explore each time, different casts every episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty cool concept. I think you'd really love the pilot. Uh, yeah, I guess. I it's just 22 minutes. It's a low commitment, and it's but it's just like a nice, weird little horror-ish short, okay. and then... Yeah, some I've only seen three episodes, so I'm not I haven't been compelled enough to binge through it. But check it's it out. hit and miss, like anything of that nature. Sure, I would check it out. It's hit and miss. Um, well, there's some things that are like all hits, you know, like Stranger Things. Yeah, so that's the next thing I was going to bring up as well. Um, did that's you watch all second season? No, I'm five episodes in. Okay, okay, okay. So that's how far you can talk. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Well, I, and also we, like spoilers, 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 spoilers. Everyone who hasn't seen. All yeah. Stranger Things. They will have by the time this comes out. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those just events. You watch it quick. Yeah. yeah. And um, when we were watching it through the whole time, like even Chrissy was just scoffing at so much of it. <laughs> um, and like, I think I was able to enjoy the first season just because I watched it right away before the hype exploded too, too big. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's a fun little show. It's not it like it's not incredible. But if you just lower those expectations and don't expect too much, I think you can have a really good time watching it like it clearly is um manufactured nostalgia in a lot of ways um a lot of the plot points and developments in the second season are a little wonky but i love it it's so fun to watch that's that's really what it is i'm glad you said that because it does have this unbelievably large like hype cloud around it it's huge and i think that's for a reason but it's not the reason isn't that it is an incredibly shot 
you know, piece of cinema that will last forever. Yeah, I it's think by it's, no means perfect. No, it's just, it's a really cool, stylistic, very creative um, little journey to watch happen. Yeah, um, great performances by these amazing kids. Amazing performance, especially yeah. by the kid who plays Will in this season. Mm-hmm. Like, unbelievable. Holy shit. Like, I, even when we were watching it, I said, how, is this kid okay? Because he had, he had to spend, <laughs> like, months just being freaked out. Yeah. And, like, just having a breakdown. Yeah. Nonstop. Like, how can that be psychologically healthy? <laughs> yeah, for a kid, a developing kid. Yeah. He's like, all right, I've, I've never seen somebody go, go through as much as this kid has on screen. I know, yeah. And he's just like that every day on set. Yeah. He's like, all right, turn on the tears. <laughs> so you really have to, with just these big hype clouds, just just try to like ground yourself before going yeah. into it and being like, it's never going to be as big as all the hype makes it out to be. And try yeah. to just enjoy it as like a fun, quirky, weird show that has some really appealing and creepy aesthetic elements. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool. I love um, the in the first season they had like the lights strung up all over the house and then the second season they have like those drawings of the, the tunnels the tunnels yeah, yeah like they've got that's like a stranger things thing now they decorate the house differently every time right but it means something it's, it has a functional purpose mm-hmm. which is really cool um i love that like there's a different monster there's kind of like two monsters in this one mm-hmm. like a, a little bit like it's weird it's not like a really normal common it's not a color by numbers show at the very least like from episode to episode as much as i agree like some of the connections like why did this mean this would happen it was Mm -hmm. a little wonky it's still just like i have no idea what's going to happen every time some there's a big revelation it's really exciting it's so weird so watchable it's such a watchable bingeable show the music okay oh here it is i i love the theme song i think the theme song is an incredible piece of synth wave music (laughs) but then the way that the rest of the show is scored with that same synth wavy thing none of it it gets me as excited as the theme song like i feel like it's underwhelming synthwave whereas that theme song okay. is fantastic and i think if you just go watch any adam wingard movie um whether it's the guest or even death note the music that he curates for that is just the same kind of music but exciting. so much better and mm. way more exciting mm. okay yeah. i i love it i personally love it but i mean i think you're really like you're deep in the synthwave you're like looking for every I am. I, I really get. like I'm writing a dissertation right now and I listen to so much of that yeah. all the way through. So Stranger Things, I just find more slow and mellow it, when it, it comes is. to yeah, synthwave. Yeah. I agree. And that. that's just not my favorite type uh, of that music. So okay. I totally get that. It's yeah. some people's taste it, more than mine. I do. It, it feels like a slow-mo cool kind of exactly. to me. That's exactly. what I really enjoy about it. Yeah. It's um, not it's not as busy as a lot of other yeah. kind of synthwavey stuff. Yeah, but then it does have those moments that are like the renovated theme song in it where it does go like... When it gets hyped up, then it's exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. And yeah, there's just some issues I had with it, but I can't talk a lot about it because it happens in past episode five. Okay. But just some of the Eleven stuff is a little wonky. Yeah, we'll see. And then, but there's still some such great like John Hughes-esque high school kid moments, even though they're not even in high school. But there's like this whole big dance and it feels like you're watching a John Hughes movie. Anyways, yeah. It's so great. we're we're both enjoying it. Yeah, I'm I'm really. That's the takeaway. It. It's no Star Trek Discovery, but I'm enjoying it. Are you still uh, tuning into that every week? Yeah, I we have Crave TV now, which is a streaming service here in Canada, mm-hmm. and um, all the episodes are on there like right after they air, as well as the after talk show. So with, you should with Matt Myra. Yeah, so you should once the season's done. Just get that free subscription and just tune into all those after shows real quick. Binge through them. And just watch them. Yeah, I would like that because I'm usually under some kind of influence when I watch it. And then when I watch the next episode a week later, I'm like, why did they? Oh, oh, does that make sense? 
Yeah. I'm sure it does. It's it's a hard thing about yeah. being like an avid television watcher and a stoner is you tend to <laughs> kind of forget and lose the like yeah. minor details of the plots. <laughs> yeah, that's been especially troubling for me with Walking Dead. And this mm-hmm. this won't become the TV episode. We're not going to do that. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, We're I just forget. Recapping. I forget a lot of things because of that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. All right, maybe with that, we should go to some questions that you Scaredy Cats sent in. Thanks so much for yeah. indulging us yeah. and inquiring further about the two of us and our little podcast. I think you got the questions over there, actually. I got them. Um, can I go in whatever order I want? Uh, sure, yeah. Why, why the fuck not? Okay, because I'm going to start with the one that has the most substance. How's it hanging? <laughs> Thanks to whoever anonymous Scaredy Cat submitted that question. Yeah, because it's hanging pretty good. You know what? It's hanging better than pretty good. It's hanging in the way that um, there are 52 weeks in a year. We have put out 60 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here on Tuesday, which is our recording day. We got to sleep in a little later than we usually do. And we slept in uh-huh. and we're not watching a movie. We just get to do what this podcast started out with. Drink some drinks in the morning. Yeah. And just shoot just look the back shit. on a great year. Shoot the shit. And then after this, go watch three yeah horrible horror movies in theaters i'm sure you can guess which ones they are yeah i bet you can submit your uh your, your guesses <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's gonna be a lot of fun we'll talk we'll talk about that on yeah. saturday we'll have some stuff to talk about yeah for sure <laughs> um so thanks for that question um let's let's move on uh chris this yeah. is a question this is a good one um are either of you rich in calcium i i wouldn't say rich i think i i'm poor i, in I calcium. get yeah you are you're uh-huh. poor i'm poor I, I definitely get way more calcium um, when I have an upset stomach and I take a lot of Tums. Okay. Right? Yep. That's probably when I'm rich in calcium. That's when you get your calcium. Yeah. So you probably, you don't, do you get like a good amount of calcium from like almond milk and? Um, I don't think you get the same amount that you would get from cow milk, mm-hmm. but I get plenty from spinach. Right. A lot of spinach. And Some iron in there. Yeah. And like Vega powder smoothies that i have every day that plenty of calcium so thank you for being concerned about um, bone strength and density i do eat a lot of uh, bird bones so yeah just 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 gnaw on them just crunch them down just those pigeons in the alley of your work charlemagne (laughs) oh right on your balcony (laughs) i raised a baby pigeon and i named him charlemagne how's he doing i don't know he's a pigeon now he's out in the world shitting on people's cars and stuff doing his thing yeah all power to you charlemagne if you're listening yeah um do you want to read a question here yeah why not um, do we think Stephen Kong is overrated? <laughs> oh, d- so by that, do you mean, um, inheritor to the throne of Skull Island, younger brother of King Kong? Yeah. Stephen, Stephen Kong. Kong. Yeah. No, I don't think he's underrated. I think maybe he's got a little more of a liberal agenda and he's going to try to approach things in a different way than his tyrant brother. Yeah. I think, I think for a monkey, he's a pretty incredible author. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> to be churning out those monkey novels is just insane. <laughs> those monkey novels, um, Human Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> Pet Seminary. <laughs> Can't think of like monkey versions of Stephen King novels. Okay, wait, we can get one. Hold up. We should have planned this. Let's do this. Monkey. Okay. Something with banana. That sounds like the, a Stephen King book. Uh, banana Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> the sh- the, oh, boy. The Standana. The standana. Is that really the best we've got? Um, um, Bananas lot. The banana shank redemption. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> the banana peel redemption Boom. by Stephen Kong. <laughs> Amazing. I loved that. 
the banana peel redemption <laughs> by Stephen Kong. Um, so if uh, by some, I know that's what you meant, but if you meant, do we think Stephen King is overrated? Then I'd say, I'd say no. I think this year proves that yes. he is not overrated. Yeah, I'd go so far as to say absolutely not. Yeah, I think maybe he's overdone in certain circumstances yeah. where studios are just letting anybody adapt a yeah. movie version of his novels. Yeah, and he's somewhat responsible for that too. Like, right, you were saying he, he hands out those rights pretty easily. Yeah, a buck. He'll, he'll sell them for a buck just Crazy. so that they get made. and or he'll, or he'll make them himself. So I think that there's like there's some deification that happens to Stephen King that he's like the greatest thing that ever lived. And there's I'm reading it right now. There's a lot of questionable stuff in that novel. So it's not like a 100% stellar killer novel. It's also got a bunch of weird problematic stuff in it. Mm. So I think no way is he overrated. He's a talent, but he's a human being as well, you know. Yeah. And and a lot of what's um the source material makes the movie It great and makes the movie Gerald's Game great, but so do the minds of the directors and the writers of the screenplays. Oh yeah, when it comes to the movie adaptation. I mean, he's only really adapted one of his own movies, I think. I think he's only directed once, which was Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive, right. Which he in reflection is like, I was just on so much cocaine that year. I had a mm-hmm. crew that didn't speak English, apparently. <laughs> There's a lot of very, there's a lot of reasons why that was not as good as it should have been. Well, there you go. So, I mean, there's another point where Stephen King comes down to a normal human level, but I think he's also created some of the greatest, most captivating stories. That output is insane. Just yeah. to think of how many different novels he has, and then he has written, and then how many movies have been made from those novels is additionally so crazy. Dozens, yeah. dozens. Yeah, prolific, definitely. Stephen King overrated? No. Stephen Kong overrated? No. Next question. <laughs> If we could unreboot one movie fran- slash franchise, which one and what series needs another sequel? That is the best question. <laughs> Can the we Stephen Kong could, one or this one? If you could unreboot, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could unreboot, I mean, where do you start with a like, question like this? The question is like, if you could strike down something that offended you, yeah, <laughs> that's so vindictive and great. So the question then is, which is the one that offended us most? Um, so reboot meaning they start again with the series Ooh, unreboot right i didn't even think to that does that count as like a later sequel because i was thinking just like a later chapter in a franchise for this question okay so because few have been rebooted completely yeah didn't that that happen with friday the 13th um i mean i think one of the obvious answers is the psycho remake or reboot but that's not really yeah it's a confusingly worded question but the, the Psycho remake was just shot for shot and just seemed like a total waste of time. Okay, and Carrie, as far as... If we Ooh, if we Carrie, concern yeah. remakes as a reboot, mm-hmm. I, I would vote Carrie. And then um, if we're thinking of installments and franchises... That are way late, that have just jumped onto the... Yeah, then I would go Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers with yeah. Paul Rudd. And I'll go potentially Jigsaw. Potentially Jigsaw. <laughs> no. We'll let you know in a few hours. Who, who knows? You know what? That could be it, because I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't jazzed to hear about that in the in the yeah well i mean you watch so many zombie movies is there like a later romero one that's not great no they're all all solid gold (laughs) well no it's it's zombie movies like i feel like that's the type of movie where you just need a bunch of them Mm. you know you just need to throw more and there's so many that are bad but i mean they don't need to be stricken off the record right they're just eh, whatever just more of the same okay which series needs another sequel i know my answer without a doubt okay what is it it is troll hunter Troll Hunter needs a sequel, but that's not a series per se. It would be if it has. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Because that's a very different question to say. What horror movie would you like a sequel so to, what, and what series do you think needs another installment? Uh, right? Because uh, I mean, there's there's an infinite amount of great horror movies that we'd love to probably see sequel to. Right. 
Um, but then a series that you want another chapter in. Again, like I'm, I'm okay. whoever submitted this question, it could have been a little more specific. I'm going to criticize your grammar just a little bit, just a tiniest little bit. But we can so for if it was what horror movie needs another sequel, your answer is Troll Hunter. Yes. And if it's um, what series needs another installment that leaves loose ends, what would you what would you say? I guess it would be 28 months later. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, that's the next step, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's uh, Danny Boyle up to? Get him on that. Yeah, get on it, Danny Boyle. Um, what about you? For me, I'd for, probably for a sequel to a, just a movie and yeah, then a series. That one I haven't. That one I haven't really thought about. Because so many of the horror movies I love are ones that just are able to wrap everything up. You know what I mean? Right. A nice tight little package. Um, but I would, I really hate some of the later paranormal activity ones, especially mm. just the last one, Ghost Dimension. I thought that was just a flaming pile of garbage. But I do think that it needs another sequel to fill in that gap of when Katie and what's her sister's name? Dave's shaking his head. Okay. Um, Katie, Katie and her sister are teenagers. I think that 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 is. I think that that is the area in time where we need to learn a little bit more and fill in the gaps. I thought that's where right. they're going to go with Paranormal Activity four. They didn't. Three was so good, and then four is okay, and then it just with marked ones and Ghost Dimension gets a little off track. Okay. I would want to write a sequel to Paranormal Activity that deals specifically with those girls in between um, three and one, Ta- chr- chronology wise. Okay. Right. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I I didn't even see the latest two paranormal activities. Don't, don't Although I saw, that. I think I did see bits of marked ones. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's okay, so, but it's a tangent. It's not yeah. dealing with the yeah. actual story of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they need to go back to yeah, little kid Katie. That would be my answer. So now we've got um, the question: How in the world did we end up with two such intelligent, witty, and irresistibly charming partners? How did we end up with each other? Well, the that's a very we have a story. It's documented. We uh, did we record that story? Oh, I don't know if we recorded it, but we've got like our text messages, and like that story is. And I think that's what they want to know. Whoever asked this wonderful, wonderful, and very complimentary question. Uh, yeah, I guess that's exactly what they want to know. <laughs> um, how did we find each other? Well, it. Geez, how far back do you want to go for that? We have a mutual friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we we met each other in a couple social situations, and then uh, one night um, at a sort of after party for like these two podcast guys Mm -hmm. uh we got to talking about coherence um that was the centerpiece of the conversation and we were a little buzzed and the centerpiece of i think we bring it up in the first 15 episodes relentlessly (laughs) yeah yeah we were both pretty buzzed and we just hit it off started talking about horror movies and i think like everyone does You'd say with a fun stranger in a drunk conversation, let's start a podcast. Let's start a podcast. <laughs> the difference is we followed through on it. Yeah. Uh, not not long after that, um, I think the very next day, it was like, I'm serious about that podcast yeah. in a text. A few texts back and forth. And then not long after that, I was like, maybe we should meet, get a beer, talk about it. Mm-hmm. We both came in with notes and Talked ideas. for like an hour max, yeah, maybe. very short conversation. And, and then filmed our first episode, The Exorcist. Yeah. Which I, if you're a real crafter, you can find, but it's terrible audio quality. So we dropped it off the list. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we had to get rid of it because otherwise it would be the first thing people listen to and it was bad. Yeah. And we just lucked out that the person we drunkenly decided to do a podcast with ended up um, being someone that was very capable of conversation yeah. and very capable of showing up every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and interested in following through. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that it's been like a full year of that now. It really is. So to answer that question, went down to the podcast co-host patch and picked the 
narrowest. We picked each other simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, off the vine. Um, which brings us to this final question: Why do you like horror? It's a well, big question. There we go. That's a huge question. Um, I like this uh, spooky scares. Mm-hmm. That's that's my answer. Very eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> the first most obvious reason is that I like movies in general. Mm-hmm. So horror movies are great movies. I think they're some of the best ones. But then also it's personal and social. Like personally, I have a lot of anxiety. So watching horror movies is very cathartic. If I'm okay, given these yeah. structured situations in which I'm able to uh, feel fear and be told to be scared about a certain thing and really get invested in a story, I find it's really easing and calming for my anxiety. <laughs> in a fun weird way wow yeah great so that's one way that it's really effective but then also i think that horror movies are very progressive and they serve as excellent social commentary and they're always genre films in general science fiction does this as well but they always serve as kind of great critiques or reflections of society so i'm always excited in the ways that horror movies can do this just this year with get out and raw we had great examples of that Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i think i think horror is a genre of film that does that in a lot better ways than other genres yeah that like points out the the issues of the time really well exactly yeah yeah um gotta agree with that um and it's just so fun i mean they're like roller coasters like all all the different types of horror movies are so fun we love the campy ones we love the slow burns Mm -hmm. we love we love the slashers um i'd say okay here's a follow-up question of that what horror subgenre is your least favorite Ooh, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, you can think about it while I give my answer. Yeah, continue. If I Me, mean, it's zombies. It's zombies. Huh? Don't like zombies. I really like, and there are a few examples that I do really like. Um, I love Shaun of the Dead because I think it's much broader mm-hmm. of a zombie movie. Um, maybe that isn't fair, but that's the first zombie movie I saw that really made me think, oh, zombie movies are social commentary. You know, when that one mm-hmm. came out in 2004, when I was 16 or 17 or whatever. It is a gr- That's a great movie, though. Mm-hmm. Or, or not zombie or not it's a great 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 movie mm-hmm. yeah so funny <laughs> you can kind of watch almost any um any horror genre in that caliber of comedy and you're gonna love it right i could watch a you know the simon Pegg version of martyrs oh my god <laughs> and it would be hilarious and i'd love it oh my god my least favorite is, for, is simon <laughs> let's we can't <laughs> we can't go past this too quickly now you've got this image of an edgar wright version of martyrs with nick frost and simon Pegg as the two main dudes yes no i just that just makes no sense in my mind whatsoever all the rest of the cast exactly the same and they just suffer and they go, oh fuck like oh come on oh not again <laughs> you hit me yesterday <laughs> i've got no skin left <laughs> all right so we just need those two guys to do the um what were we talking about the commentary on the movie martyrs that's yeah. basically all we need Oh yeah, maybe that's yeah. That would have been a great one to do for a future commentary. Commentary. Yep, We're yep. talking about potential things to do for bonus content and commentary on horror movies. Might be one. And Martyrs yeah. would have been a great one to. Yeah. Did huh. you know there's an American remake of Martyrs that came out three or four years ago? No. It's got like terrible reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It just it was not artistically done or interesting. It was just shit. Like. All the crappiest elements of Martyrs with any of the substance stripped away yeah, from it entirely. Like Just the, like you could imagine. The beautiful substance and vision behind what makes that torturous experience worthwhile. Yeah. Taken out. And Completely just, gone. It's like Human Centipede. Just yeah. Punishing bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Human Centipede Part 3. Part 3. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the first Human Centipede really did make a statement. 
Did it? I don't know. <laughs> I'll never watch that movie. Yes, we will never. There's a human we, centipede free podcast. There we go. We haven't <laughs> said that yet, but just in case you're wondering. What genre is human centipede in? <laughs> so yeah, you haven't given a serious answer yet. You um, said martyr is human centipede. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't answered why I love horror either. So I've got a lot of things to answer now. You did. You said... Um, oh, the spooks and the scares. Yeah, you said the spooks <laughs> and the scares. And you said it very confidently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I'd get another go. Sure. Oh, I've committed to it. Spooks and the scares. Spooks and the scares. If you want to say more, that's cool too. But I'm curious about which, if you had to pick found footage, slasher, zombie, um, ghosties. Can we call that a genre? Uh, Yeah. Haunted house. Like you can always like chop them up so much. Yeah. I really think that um, maybe possession movies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think possession movies and maybe to go so far as like possession exorcism. Right, so The Exorcist, Exorcism of Emily Rose, yeah, Last Exorcism. And I can't. <laughs> Are there any ones that don't have exorcism, exorcism in the title? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, why would you watch? You need to know that you know somebody's going to be on a bed, mm-hmm. freak over like over stretching their limbs and stuff, going stop, whatever. Right. Yeah. But yeah, specifically like demon possession. Yeah, people doesn't do it for you. I don't love it because you're just looking at a very desperate, crazy version of the same actor. Hmm. You know, the whole time in a bed. It usually is a real small cast of characters who are threatened. Yeah, yeah. I like I like grander schemes typically, um, and I like when you can kind of see or the the spiritual weird thing is you can see it or it's implied a little more than right. It's just a force that makes somebody the worst version of themselves. Yeah, that's totally fair. I mean, all these horror subgenres have different tropes yeah. and just some of them rub certain viewers as cliche and just redundant. Yeah. And other, other tropes just get us excited to see any possible different iteration. For example, you love, you love zombie movies. Love them. Absolutely yeah. love yeah. them. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch because we've only really watched one. So I'm excited to watch more of that for to see what our discussion is going to be like on those ones. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, and uh, as far as why I love horror, um, mm-hmm. it's I I just my imagination is sparked by like weird, crazy things like that. And it brings me back. This question brings me back to a discussion that we had in Funny Games, where we were trying to decipher what it is we enjoyed about like mm-hmm. a slasher or or those movies where people are really just getting killed. Yeah. Um, and why I love movies where that's the ending where it's like got that bleak, dark, nobody wins kind of ending. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that it about that, that we love? Well, it's like watching a movie is to evoke some sort of emotion. Like that's, that's where you get your, your jollies when you watch a movie is something mm-hmm. it made you laugh really hard. That's the emotion that yeah. you're feeling, or it's really triumphant, like Shawshank ending, you know, it's, it's got that heart swelling feeling and horror movies have like banana peel. Shank redemption, <laughs> the banana peel redemption. Um, yeah, and then horror movies, they the emotion that they evoke is like fear or discomfort or whatever, mm-hmm. nausea, whatever it is. And I find that um, that one is the most potent to me. Like when you really get scared or disturbed in a horror movie, that's makes me squirm. Nothing like it, yeah. Yeah, and like a, bi- a great belly laugh in a comedy is great. And that mm-hmm. comes around when it comes around. But in horror movies, there's so much weird stuff that's also captivating my imagination at the same time. They're trying to trick me to like jump scares are an important part of horror movies because they're just giving you little doses of that adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And I just love the experience of watching one. That's great. Finish. Totally agree. I, I love how like nothing can get under your skin or affect you yeah. physically like a horror movie can. Yeah. A good horror movie. Yeah, Like Martyrs, like as much as as that was tough to watch. Like, I love it, man. Love it. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. That's a good answer. Thanks, dog. All right. So let's move to some charts. Okay. Let's go to some exciting ass explosion sounds charts. <laughs> charts. 
Top five most popular episodes from year one. What do you think's up there? The number one most popular episode is probably Dark Skies. Mm, close. I nailed it. I'm pretty sure that's what that long <laughs> was. We, it's been a while since we've uh, talked about Dark Skies and you've, you're trying to ram your Dark Skies <laughs> agenda down my throat. <laughs> but that's definitely a, that was definitely I, a big theme in the first 20 episodes or so. I, I was wondering when I said um, earlier that the the one that I thought needed a sequel the most when mm-hmm. I said Troll Hunter. That's because I know that's what I actually believe. Oh, yeah. Dark Skies. But like, I thought you might call me out for not saying Dark Skies. Right. Yeah, I should have. It's neck and neck, but Troll Hunter trumps out. Yeah, it does. Well, you know that makes me happy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can only take so much of Carrie Russell smashing her face against glass. Yeah, I could deal with that forever. I was really hoping that meme would take off. It ain't. It didn't. It was it was a big for a little while there, and I saw a few uses of it. Yeah. Like saying, um, trying to deal with Republic, like just whatever generic political thing and showing that image and people being like, what's this from? Dark Skies. Great movie. You should check it out. Yeah. It just didn't happen. Didn't Did, really take didn't off. Didn't happen. Um, but other guesses. I think you can probably guess what number one is pretty easily. It's probably it. Yep. Yeah. Most popular horror movie of the year is also our most listened to episode of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but numbers two through five might surprise you a little bit more. Number two is Martyrs. Well, that's our second most listened to episode. I wonder if it's because no one else will watch it because mm. they're smart. I think it's because it's so polarizing that that's something that people really want to get perspectives on. So they're Googling a Martyrs podcast or Martyrs commentary yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we're coming up um, so they can listen to our opinions on it. Yeah. Uh, wow. That does surprise me, but also it, it makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. It's just crazy because it's such a recent episode. Yeah. yeah. It's the second most listened to episode of all our podcasts. Everything that we've done. Uh, number wow. three makes a little more sense. It's Don't Breathe, which is the first episode that's available. So a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of scaredy cats are starting there. Yeah. And that's, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It it kind of like faded off my radar. Like after, you know, it's been, it's been like a year since we've seen it pretty yeah. much. I would kind of like to watch it again. It was really good. It was yeah. good top to bottom. We loved it. Yeah. I think we should watch um his evil dead though. The same director. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, the same time, like the same time of yeah. year that we did last year as a yeah, old like second episode of year two. Exactly. Um, then number four is Gerald's game, which is also surprising. That to one, me at least. that makes more sense to me because it, it's brand new. Came out on Netflix. I think that right. That's a lot of people are turning in, yeah. or tuning into it. So, well, Netflix is like I, I, I know this is not what we're talking about, but like Netflix is really like Stranger Things. Everyone's watching it right now, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, a couple weeks ago, yeah, <laughs> whenever it was. Um, but like Gerald's Game came out. That was like the horror event of a couple weeks. That few weeks, you know, yeah, of those those weeks. Yeah, it was the one new big one, and now that it's was like, free basically to everyone exactly. who had Netflix. You didn't have to go to the theater to see a brand new mm-hmm. like Stephen King. And now it's the babysitter it seems to be the big Netflix one that everyone's mm-hmm. pushing, discussing. Um, yeah, people seem kind of middle of the road on that one. Yeah, no, I mean it is. It is uh, Halloween-y times. Exactly, yeah. Let us know, Scary Cats, if we should check that one out or if we should just watch it on our own and talk yeah. about it in an opening. I kind of am leaning towards the latter on that one. Just watching it. Yeah. yeah, just even if we get around to it. Yep. It's too much to watch. Too much. And number five is Scream, which makes makes sense. Right. I love that. Super popular horror movie. If you think about the age of people who are listening to podcasts, I think generally, maybe that is an overgeneralization, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of our fans are in their 30s. They came of age when Scream was a big big horror movie yeah it's just gonna catch a lot of people that's great though Mm -hmm. it's great to have all of those very well no so the oldest is scream or no this is the top five yeah so scream is the the oldest but it's the oldest movie in that top Uh, five and absolutely martyrs yeah and then don't breathe and then the two 2007 so yeah we're leaning towards newer our newer 
Yeah, and that's that's always the episodes yeah. always been the case with the podcast. But it's great to see that Scream makes that list. Totally, I really love that. Like of all the old classics that we watched, that mm-hmm. people are like going backwards and looking up through either nostalgia because they see it on our Instagram page, or I'm actually curious about find, listening to this old movie. Yeah, like Scream the is Brood the one. or Jacob's Ladder or stuff like that. Scream is the one that stands out. I love that. That's great. Totally, and I totally think that's a testament to our demographic, the type, the mm-hmm. age of people that are listening to us. Yeah, I think you're right. It uh, it that makes me wonder. This is an idle thought, but um, there's a few songs throughout the. I'm sure this might come up in some of our clips. A few songs that have really caught our, our ear um, throughout this podcast, and one of them is uh, um, from Scream. For me personally, it's when he gets up on the table. It's like I think I love you. That's Scream Two. That's Scream Two. Yeah. Yeah. What am I so afraid of? Mm-hmm. What's the song that stands out to you most from the podcast? Of all the ones that we either just sing or Ooh, that we have sung together, or that have come up together, from the movie? or just yeah, just one of the songs. Uh, I feel the answer is pretty obvious. I mean, when I two become so. one, that was a pretty big deal for us with monsters, and we came back to it on another day. Also, Prince of Egypt. Um, there can be miracles. We did that a couple times, mm-hmm. and the thank loved ones. Huh. Oh yeah, of course. I'm not pretty enough if we're talking that about a song from the movie. So much. Yeah, I mean, we may eventually just release our a recorded album of us singing a bunch <laughs> of the songs of Tex Crusade Saw. I didn't know at the beginning of this podcast, and we're we're, we're allowed to gush about anything we want. About yes, the podcast, yeah. Right? This is our um, episode. I didn't think it would be as musical as it is. Super musical. We have so many songs. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry about bringing that to the table, but I, I, I like no playing way. guitar a lot, like singing songs, and. I think it gives us a nice flair. I'm with you on that. It's so much fun. It it breaks it up. It breaks up the monotony of this (laughs) goddamn goat voice that I have. So I think the lighting (laughs) effects and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think I love you. Ooh, mashups. (laughs) Mashups of songs that we love. (laughs) Mashups of like a song from a movie with one song that we wrote in the moment. Because there's, I love when we write songs on this podcast. That's one of my favorite parts. Oh, I know. You don't hesitate. If a rhyme comes to you, you write a song. And uh, sometimes you just demand it of me, and that we'll get we'll get to the clip later on. But I think Jaloon in particular, you just caught me off guard by saying, "Now Chris is going to sing this song," and I'm like, uh, uh, "Okay," and then it just happened. Uh, well, I mean, you're one of the few people in the world who would do that. Real quick, our top five scaredy cat countries. So this is the most popular listens by country. Number, number one, Paraguay. Number five is Germany. Number four, the UK. Number three, our home and native land of Canada, Canada. Yeah, <laughs> so we're we're only third here, and Japan is number two, and USA number one, of course. And USA is over double of Japan. It's over half of our listeners are USA. from America. Yeah, born and raised. Well, great. Uh, thanks, yep. thanks, Yanks. Now we're gonna do something special. We're excited about this. Uh, we want to call out our five favorite Instagram handles. Yeah, this is it's been fun over this year reading our Instagram comments and um a lot of times I've been surprised by them. Mm-hmm. Like just a page has been handed to me. It's like read this. <laughs> and surprised by the handles you're saying. The handles, yeah. yeah. And I look at them as I'm so, and we have an Instagram comment here from <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it's been it's such awesome. a joy just curating these comments as they come in and finding the ones that I know will make you crack up oh, as I hand them to you. So great. I've, I've gotten the best ones. And so we have curated a list of the top five yep. Instagram handles that we have loved the most. And for added fun, we are going to pitch a movie based on those handles. So mm-hmm. if this handle was the title of a horror movie, what would that horror movie be like? Right. We're going to start from our fifth favorite Instagram handle and go up to number one. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So... Coming in at number five, and we'll pass it back and forth. Yeah. Is Anna Bananarchy. (laughs) 
and a banana. <laughs> and I can't help but think that this movie would feature Stephen Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Kong's acting debut. <laughs> so, Steve, yeah, they go. Oh, that's just so perfect. They go for... back to Skull Island. <laughs> they go back to Skull Island. Kong's dead. Uh-huh. King Kong is, has died in, in the city. Stephen Kong is locked himself yeah. up in a cave. <laughs> locked in a cave. <laughs> He's locked in a cave. <laughs> to work on his next novel. <laughs> but while being acting leader of the um mm-hmm. of skull island yep still dealing with the um, sacrifices and stuff that the natives are trying to offer him yeah um, and then the daughter of the main lady in king kong that king kong holds up above the empire state building her daughter is named mm-hmm. anna yes and anna is leading the expedition to go back to find stephen kong yeah, to to find to end the um the human sacrifices once and for all. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Because okay. And uh, why why feed this monkey humans? Mm-hmm. What if what if we tried bananas? Yes, but what that leads to is Stephen Kong just going ape shit and <laughs> taking the entire banana stash and throwing bananas just all over the island. And Anna is running around trying it, to. It's pure, pure banana. Anna bananarchy. <laughs> Scene. All right. So our number four favorite um, Instagram handle is Matthew Mutant Hands. Congrats, Matthew Mutant Hands. <laughs> Matthew Mutant Hands. All right. So this one's a little more straightforward, I think. Mm-hmm. There's a man named Matthew. Yeah, he is on Exchange Study Exchange in Chernobyl. So Chernobyl, sure. So he's 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 walking around um, there, and he he drops his um, fidget spinner into a pool of oily looking water. Oh god! That's, Just and that's when you're watching the trailer, and you're like, oh fuck, this is a horror movie. Yeah. Like I thought this was a a drama about a student <laughs> studying abroad, but no, yeah. don't reach your hands in there. But he did, M- Michael, <laughs> because it's a, one of those fidget spinners that is just too good to let go. It's metal. Uh-huh. It's got little jewels in it. Uh-huh. Like little different colored jewels in it. Yeah, it was really official cool. merch from the yeah. Anna Bananarchy <laughs> movie. Movie. <laughs> Anna Bananarchy fidget spinner. Yeah. He can't lose that. So no. he reaches both hands into the puddle to to lift it, sift it out of the water like gold. Mm-hmm. And, and then, I mean, you just fill in the rest there. That's when the title card shows up. Matthew Mutant Hands. Yeah. And the hands, um, much like Rick and Morty, uh, season three, episode two, mm-hmm. the hands have a mind of their, their own. own. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah. I love those. Uh, that's a whole subgenre of hand. <laughs> severed hand horror. Yeah. Severed hand horror is a thing. <laughs> we got idle hands. Um, meet Sam has meet the little, little hand, hand going along. The the. Finger of um, the tall man in Phantasm turns into a bug. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many hand things. Great. Um, Matthew Mutant hands in theaters soon. Um, <laughs> oh shit! This is I. I can't believe that we're getting a two. We're getting a whole franchise here. But uh, number three is Gorillafornia. Congratulations, Gorillafornia, which is actually the sequel to and a banana <laughs> <laughs> And so bananarchy. Anna's dead. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Stephen Kong was throwing bananas all over that island. Yeah. It was pure bananarchy. Stephen took the boat back. Yep. To he, California. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> and and then he uh-huh. he enters the political race. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that whole like weird political dimension the second one took in this yeah franchise yeah because stephen kong was king of skull island but uh-huh. it's not a kingdom in california but you know what twist i really didn't see coming what was that chris 
he ran against Matthew Mutant Hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Stephen Kong and Matthew Mutant Hands are running for office in California. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, Stephen Kong is presenting some great ideas about you know banana based currency. He's surprisingly um, eloquent. Yeah, he is, and um, he's saying you know slapping biplanes out of the sky for the top of the empire state that was my brother i'm a different kong yeah and he's he's marketing himself well meanwhile matthew mutant hands is all mutant thumbs and he's just tripping over his own words and he's just just crushing pigeons on the street and backhanding kids but he is appealing to the people of california the working class, those who have been <laughs> devastated by other mutations. Uh, yeah, the, the the mutants of the world. This the is mutants. a crossover in the X-Men universe. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Michael Mutant Hands. Uh-huh. So yeah, we're the not going to tell you how that, that outcome... We're not going to spoil the no, movie for you. Of course not. We've already spoiled the first one. Stephen Kong wins, wins that's why they call it Gorillafornia. <laughs> Thank you, Gorillafornia. <laughs> All right, so number two, uh, I love this one, Moon Cusser. <laughs> Moon Cusser, second best Instagram, or our second favorite <laughs> our Instagram second pay- <laughs> handle of the first year of Textbook Dave Saw. So, Great job. So Moon Cusser. All mm-hmm. right, this could go one of two ways, but... Um, Strangely, the third installment in <laughs> the Anna Bananarchy series. In the Bananarchy series, or the Stephen Kong series. Yeah. Stephen Kong having ushered Gorillafornia into a new era of technical prosperity um, increases the speed of the space race. And it's it, crazy. Well, I mean, NASA gets relocated to California. To Gorillafornia. To Gorillafornia, which is now, yeah, that's just, <laughs> it's just known as Gorillafornia now. And he vows to be the first one to place monkeys on the moon yeah. and plant banana trees there. I think monkeys probably got to the moon before humans did. But. With Stephen Kong... <laughs> didn't realize i don't think monkeys were land landed and walked around on the moon though no they didn't walk around their little pod just crashed into the moon like all right they made it did that happen probably we don't know our space monkey history i know a monkey was in space at some point i just feel like they just shot because i saw it on the simpsons Mm -hmm. i just feel like they shot monkeys into space as experiments (laughs) so yeah they're i mean back to gorillafornia they're setting up this whole space thing they're going to establish banana trees on the moon but what he doesn't realize is that anna bananarchy had a twin sister oh my god Hannah. Hannah Bananarchy. Hannah Bananarchy. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah Bananarchy leads the Gorillafornia anarchists to destroy the space program, now relocated in Gorillafornia. Oh, my God. And, yeah. In so that, she, in, with that one pivotal scene of her raising her, shaking her fist at the moon. and That's what s- gave her the name Moon Swearing it, yep. And that's they. I, I mean, didn't know that's where it came from. That's where it came from. And they oh didn't even God. they didn't even know. They don't even make the connection of Hannah Bananarchy and Anna Bananarchy until <laughs> until like way later in the movie. So they just they call her Moon Cusser because that's uh, all they have to they identify. They don't know her. her name. Oh yeah, and there's that that scene um, in the in that like jury that court case. Oh my God, where, that scene. Yeah, where um, Stephen Kong is leaving and mm-hmm. Hannah is Hannah Bananarchy is in the back of the room and they they catch each other's gaze and Stephen Kong doesn't know where he, he recognizes the face from. I can't believe he can't it. place it. The synth wave was a little slow, but it was like, it was very effective. Yeah. Okay. That brings us to, I guess the fourth installment in that series and our last, <laughs> the, number one. the number one, our favorite Instagram handle of this whole year of all 60 apps. Let's hear it. Chris possum vomit <laughs> possum vomit and this is where shit just gets weird it's i mean insane. we talked about things we could wish we wish you could unreboot 
or later installments. Yeah, they should never have revisited the um, the Banana Key series. Moon Cusser wrapped it all up. I mean, <laughs> it ended up with the entirety of Grillafornia, not just banana trees, but Grillafornia moving to the moon. And now the moon is a planet of gorillas. Yeah. And Hannah Bananarchy is in prison. Yep, uh, she's in prison. Uh, lost one of her arms in, mm-hmm. that, in that big battle at the end. It was, was anarchy. That was crazy. It's bananarchy it was all over pure again. Pure bananarchy. <laughs> it made the original bananarchy on Kong Island look like just small, like a food fight, a cafeteria food <laughs> fight. Just look like a regular banana social. <laughs> but uh, no, in in uh, possum vomit. Yeah, I mean they relocated California to the moon, mm-hmm. but they left the possums behind. <laughs> Yeah, all of the Grillifornian possums mm-hmm. crawl out from the sewers and the wooded areas. The sewers the are still piles. intact in the ocean after yep. Grillifornia has been shot up to the moon. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, they're throwing up everywhere. I'm falling apart on this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were throwing, that's why it was so shitty. Like, it just made no sense. Like, okay, a bunch of fucking possums, <laughs> possums were left behind. Stephen Kong isn't even in this one. I just hate when, like, just a series that's so strong all of a sudden just makes no sense. Yeah. Like, Grillifornia located to the moon. Yeah, okay, great. Okay, Hannah Bananarchy, the twin sister they never mentioned. Yeah, okay. I totally believe all of that. Yeah. But then possums, like, fucking puking over shit. That's that's not what the Bananarchy series has always been no, about. No, no. And, like like I said, like, losing Stephen Kong, mm-hmm. it just didn't feel the same. It, it didn't. It's like the Rocky Five where he doesn't fight. Exactly, or Halloween three without Michael Myers. Yeah, like it just it doesn't make it's, sense. It's not right. So, anyways, guys, you are the five winners for the best Instagram handles. Congrats, Anna of Anarchy, Matthew Mutant Hands, Grillifornia, Moon Cusser, and Possum Vomit. I will never forget any of your handles now. No, but they're cemented into way. that franchise. <laughs> Lovely. Ah, oh, that was good. Okay, so now let's revisit some classic moments that we have handpicked. Classic moments. Um, <laughs> let's start with. Uh, just a montage of me trying to pronounce the name of our podcast. Mm, it's been a it's been a struggle, hasn't it? It has. Let's <laughs> listen in. Let's listen. I gotta say, man, as a working title, I almost think we should call it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the Texas text Chris Dave song. Massacre. Are you coming around on that now? Kind of. Text Chris Dave saw is like. It's so colloquially awkward, but it's so funny. It's kind of what I'm just calling it. Like it's right. It's all how I've referred to um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the last 15 times I've said it, just because it's Texas Chris Dave saw massacre. Texas Chris Dave saw, um, and just like that um, the original. It sounds when you say the whole thing, it sounds like text Chris Dave saw. That's the most frustrating part about it for me. I love that, <laughs> and then just like texting you Dave saw massacre. Like that whole thing in my head is just. Um, text Chris Dave saw on Twitter and Chris Facebook. Dave. The our, uh, that's our awkward name. We haven't said it too many times, like in the podcast. It's really hard to say. <laughs> we we tried to choose a name that was hard to say. That was that we could stumble over every time. That no one friends would, about it. That if you wanted to tell your friend about the cool new podcast you're listening to, you'd you feel just, stupid saying yeah, the title. You have to say it two or three times before they get it. That's what our goal is. Open up the gate and let the sun shine in. That was Autopsy of Jane Doe. We're Texas Chris Sod. <laughs> Texas Chris on Massacre. We are the Ready Texas to discuss. Chris Saw, etc. Ready to discuss the Autopsy of Jane Doe. There we um, go. Thank we just, you. You're welcome. Oh, we just finished it. One day we'll do uh, Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. That was really hard to say. Uh, Without messing it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Texas 
We did um, Chris Saw. Texas Chris Saw. Was that what I said the last one? Yeah. All the other ones like Halloween, Tex Texas Dave's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All those ones are after seventy nine, right? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Tex Chris Dave Saw Massacre. Hard to get my favorite podcast and a movie I haven't seen. What we should separated. do Chris is we should just record you saying the name of the podcast and just slot it in every time you need to reference it because you can't say it. Or get that computer narrator so every time I reference yeah. it it'll be like, Oh, it's like that movie Dex. Even for a bit, even for a bit, I cannot say I can't say both Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Texas Chris Davesaw Massacre. Both of them impossible. Well, those are the two clips you can now use forever. You just said them both. Perfect. I won't. Uh, this is our podcast, the Tex Chris Davesaw Massacre. Let's start the movie. All right. So it it took a while there. Oh man, did it ever. But I think I think we've got it out. I don't think we've had any hitches on Texas Chris Davesaw Massacre or Texas Tex Chainsaw Chris, Massacre. No. Texas Chris Davesaw Massacre. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it's easy now. Now it's like it's a easy, word to me. But it took exactly, yeah. but it took like three or four months. Yeah. It yeah. T- it took a lot, a lot of time to not stumble over just <laughs> the simple name of our podcast. Yeah. We were saying earlier too when we were responding to that question of how we met such intelligent witty people, um, we should probably talk about the origin of the names too. Because right. part of our acquaintanceship, right, call it that, the old story. When we were buddies, we would just send each other texts back and forth of movie titles with our names substituting for a word in the title. So you would, I would say, Friday of the Thirteenth, and right. you would say Chris, Christerhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't have them prepared. Yes, that was my favorite one, Christerhood of the Traveling Pants. Mind you, that's why it stuck <laughs> with me. Um, so we just had this weird bit of going back and forth, and we didn't my, really. Hang my name in your phone is Daved and Confused. It still is. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just like a foundation of our friendship was taking movie titles and throwing our names in it. Yeah. So it just was completely natural that our podcast, even though we didn't know it at the time, and we even entertained the idea and then decided against it, but it was fate that yeah it would eventually be called Texture State Saw. When you suggested it to me, I was like, "That's good," but no, <laughs> I like did a hard no on it. But I stone turned. You stone turned uh, and. Yeah, I'm so glad you did. We did talk briefly about using the name um, yeah. Chaos Reigns. This is good trivia. Yeah, yeah, we uh, did because that's the song. That's mm-hmm. like the first like we watched Antichrist. So that was like the first time we watched a movie that was like I remember it occurred to us strangely in the exact same moment where we were out of the we were in different rooms and then we walked back in and we both had a look on our face because we were trying to come up with names and we're like it should be chaos reigns like do you remember that yeah i do we just thought at the same time that is the name of the podcast perfect it's perfect and then we quickly found out there was another podcast with that name yeah and then we went through that denial phase of well we can we can also be chaos reigns or maybe we should just spell it differently or and it just nothing felt right with it yeah it didn't feel right and in fact um there's a conversation of us talking about that about i think one of those clips actually leads into the conversation of us talking about how we're just not chaos reigns mm-hmm. we're silly yeah and chaos reigns is a very serious name i feel like we'd have to live up to something it's Tex chris dave saw massacre is just a joke right yeah. it's silly it just i think it does a way better at conveying our loose attitude and our stupidity and yeah. our lack of intelligence of the <laughs> genre and yeah. yeah i think it just it's perfect yeah it, it really is that's that's who we are who even we are. though we can't say it <laughs> All right, the next clip that we want to reflect back fondly on is the infamous time that Trevor Pullman broke my furniture. <laughs> and if you think that, if you're wondering why we don't have guests anymore, <laughs> this might indicate why. Yeah. It costs you a lot of money to have guests. <laughs> sure does. It cost me an arm and a couch. 
No, I prefer um, the Pilsner Urquell to the uh, Heineken. Whoa! Whoa! Shall we all do a whoa? Yeah. We just had a bit of a couch blowout. I blame so the demon. Sorry. Did it crack through? It oh, dude, like it's it. obviously not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously yeah, not your fault. Yeah, it's crack there. This guy here popped out. That looks fixable. I'll I'll deal yeah. with it later, maybe? Yeah, it literally just uh, yeah. popped out of the bracket, yeah. not that anything's okay. I thought, like, I snapped something. Oh, we, no, no, it snapped here. Yeah, did it actually it break? It snapped, yeah. So she did. Okay, well, we'll just send you a bill. Okay. okay. We we got this for free from the people who um, own the place, so <laughs> don't even don't even worry about it. See? Well, I still feel like a giant... I, I totally understand why you would, but yeah, me too. Just I think any of us feel in my situation. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you came up, if, if you came over and broke the shit out of my couch, I'd be like, my couch sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anything, this is gonna force me to get like a half decent couch. <laughs> if anything, Trevor, you've made the podcast much more comfortable for me. Okay. Specifically. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You probably have. And he definitely did. Oh yeah, this is great. The situation that we have now with this beautiful blood red couch in the other room. That incident pushed me in my late 20s to graduate from futon to couch. Like that felt like a real wow, that's a adulting move or moment. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks largely in part to Trevor Pullman's ass. Huge part of the podcast. Huge part of my own growth and development as a human being. And now we have this wonderful Ikea red comfy couch mm-hmm. to watch more movies on. Yep. And I get to sit on the good part. That it's got like the the elbow part. Mm. It's got longer, so I get to lay down when we watch horror movies. Yeah, Chris sits up like an idiot. My genius is convincing you that that's the better spot to sit in, dude. It is. <laughs> I don't like kicking up my feet. I wanna I wanna be able to have feet on the floor. Oh well, you're the only person in the world. But your feet are like hanging off the edge. It's a little. Anyways, I'm like this isn't a, this is this isn't a couch podcast. This is a debate on who has the better seat. In the... All right, so we have to do a movie then one time where we switch microphones and we switch seats. I don't want to. I don't want. I know I like you don't spot. want to. I know you don't. But then why why would we change a good thing? We we are constantly evolving and trying new things and switching things up and throwing wrenches into the machine that we've created. So that's fucking why. Yeah, but you know, I reflect back on Moon Cusser and <laughs> realize that sometimes it's good to just go with a good solid thing. Moon Cusser kept mixing it up. And landed in her demise. Uh, resulted in her demise. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, Next. I want to do that, though. You want to do what? I want to sit in your seat now that you've spilled the beans and right, you think it's right. better. But but if I didn't tell you, if I... This is such a day, This is such a Dave Stone birthday. <laughs> it's like, wait, what do you mean? You think yours is better? I want it then. I want to play with the red ball now that you've picked it up. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, this next one is one that I had so much fun like planning in advance and springing on you because I like doing this for... Yeah, you do. I do. I, <laughs> I have a lot of fun with it. So yeah, the Jacob's Ladder Bible verse reading. Oh, that was so good. I didn't know how to react. Let's hear it. Jacob's Ladder as a concept. I All mean, right, now, we're, now we're talking about Jacob's. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, a biblical yeah. story. Jacob. Wait, this one, the movie, or Jacob's Ladder? I just mean the concept, Jacob's Ladder. Ja- you're, yeah. You're aware of, what do you what do you got on this, Jacob's Ladder? On Jacob's Ladder? Um, I, there's a band I really like called Me Without You. Do you know them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, um, there's a song that ends with, like, a, disco- a sort of bringing up the concept of Jacob's Ladder, mm. so I looked into it a little bit and then forgot, mm. but from what I understand, it has something to do with, um, the connection between um, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, yeah, um, man and God, mm. and 
<laughs> and uh, let's go to the scripture. Let's just open up your Bibles to uh... Genesis 28, verses 10. All right, so what we're gonna... Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on earth, with its top reaching heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father. Okay, so I'm going to stop you. Um... I think we get the gist of Jacob's ladder. And the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and the east, to the north and the south. Would have been real embarrassing if you forgot one of the directions. Yeah. All people on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. Yeah, we get it. We get it. A ladder between earth and heaven. Yeah, and I think there's something to do with, like... The um, ability to ascend and descend on a ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has to do with the metaphor or the parable, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. That was weird. <laughs> I'm so proud of that Ave Maria <laughs> track and how it cuts out and cuts back in. All right, man, I deserve so much credit for rolling with that. <laughs> you totally did, yeah. It ended up great. I had no idea what you were doing. And and at that part, I tried to make a joke. I'm like, all right, everybody, open your Bibles too, and you just say Genesis chapter because I had I had the Bible tucked behind the futon, so yeah. I actually like in that moment when you said the Bible thing, I'm like, I whipped out a you Bible did. immediately, open it to the right passage. Yeah. This is one of Chris Vandenberg's miracles that he does. One of them was the pizza after we saw it. Was it? Uh, it? No, no. When when did we get pizza? Um, Annabelle and a boil. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. You no, I think it was a different theater day. Because Annabelle, it was like we were, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, I do those sometime. You want to introduce the Jaloon? Yeah. Okay, and uh, so this next clip that we've got is a little old riff of ours about um, that twilight period between the months of June and July. I can't believe it's uh, not a national holiday yet. Yeah, I don't know why it hasn't picked up for any reason. And uh, I think you, you, you off the cuff just make a song about it. Yeah, just because you push me yeah. <laughs> into that situation. So right. it was great, great teamwork. Let's hear it. I've got this golden number of 30 in my head. So mm-hmm. that was the halfway point. To halfway, that. we're getting there. Yeah. We'll be there in July? June? Jaloon. Jaloon. Yeah. Um, Jaloon is that <laughs> that twilight hour between yeah. the last day of June <laughs> and the first day of July. Jaloon. That's now right. we have to celebrate Jaloon. Right. Yeah, I guess we should um, do the Jaloon. Uh, uh, Chris Vandenberg is about to play right now for us the um, uh, Jaloon song. The Jaloon song? The Jaloon song. Yeah, you have that prepared? I do. Here we go. <clears throat> this is always good. Oh, it's pretty. June is over, but it's not time for July yet, I bet. <laughs> That we're gonna have a good time now uh-huh. I'm over the moon Because it's Jaloon Yeah, it's my favorite time of the year Right in between June and July And this is where you come in with your epic verse Here we go Jaloon I love that verse. That was good, huh? I love 
that there's no actual lyrics, it's just the repeating of the title. Just saying Jaloon. Yeah, but it's got a lot of emotional gravitas. That's what I was going for. Why isn't it Jaloon yet? I bet we'll be happy when it is. Because Jaloon means 30 episodes. And that was Chris Vandenberg uh, with the uh, feet, Jaloon song. Feet Dave Stoneborough. <laughs> wow, I didn't think you'd actually bust it out. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, we just passed the halfway mark to Jaloon, and that's a big event for us. Yeah, so. um, Jaloon being uh, when we're going to be launching our 30th. 30th episode. Yeah. I'm so pumped. We'll have to hang out at that twilight hour, that rare twilight hour of the year. Jaloon. <laughs> and just get cronked. <laughs> and I guess twilight hour is 11.30 p.m. till 12.30 a.m. of... Yeah, there's yeah. that one hour. Yes, I agree with that. That's it, yeah. That's the that's the weird Jaloon. That's Jaloon. Yeah. Not exactly 30. S- what? It wasn't exactly episode 30. No, it was around there. But around there. But no. what I was going to say is we didn't actually take full advantage. We didn't have any kind of an event, this Jaloon. No. Um, but we sh- we should, and maybe if I say it now, that means we'll do something. We should have some like a live stream event, or yeah, we should do something special for something Jaloon. Something big, recorded, have a guest. We're getting so many requests to explode and blow something up. Yeah. I'm down. Blow, down. blow up a car. Oh, yeah. Jaloon traditions. Yeah. You blow up a car. <laughs> <laughs> I was good with fireworks, but you escalated real quickly. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Jaloon, how you go out with your mom and dad out onto the street. You put a couple sausage looking sticks of dynamite underneath, the, you know, somebody's chassis and stand back and put on your Jaloon shades and, and you go one, two, three as a family. And uh-huh. a, a bunch of cars on the street explode. Oh man! Only if your Jaloon has a child's play budget, but I don't think right. I don't think we got nine million for that. Yeah, or a Geostorm budget. Oh, teaser! Um, Is it? You want to introduce the next one as well? So uh, Miles and Nelson. Oh yeah. Um, so the next clip that we have um, here is from our We Go Hunt episode, which is a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's about the uh, the song that we made about the unlikely duo <laughs> <laughs> of uh, Miles and Nelson. Nelson, yeah. Which was, okay, let me try to remember this because it's been months since we've seen this movie and I haven't reflected on it much. Miles was a guy who was seeing Nelson. Was Nelson real? Uh, he paid $30,000 for proof of the afterlife, and yes. then he goes to that drug house um, and then gets possessed or tethered to the tethered, dead yes. Nelson. Tethered, Okay, yeah, yeah, tethered. Okay, okay. Here's a clip. Nelson and Miles, the best of friends, traveling around the world. One is dead, the other's Channing Tatum's brother, Miles and Nelson, best friends. Riding a roller coaster, traveling to Paris, going on an African safari. That's all. I don't have one. Oh. <laughs> oh that was fun short but sweet (laughs) oh that was good we'll write more verses for the album when that comes out uh and when the sequel comes out yeah (laughs) we still go on we go honor and that that one was fun this is just a little for me um the guy who played miles um the main actor from that movie yeah he uh he liked our joke about him being Channing tatum's brother yeah, he, he, tweeted, he tweeted back he about, tweeted us at us said, about it and complimented the episode, which is rad. That's awesome. We First re- time we're, we were reached out to by the star of one of the movies we covered. Yeah, that was pretty special to me. And Absolutely. That's, that's why it ranks as one of my favorites. Uh, this next clip is us having a theoretical meeting that Fulci would have had with his executive producer, um, which was us trying to explain why that last scene in the movie was so half-assed that and weird. the rest of the movie was so high concept. Yeah, that weird ending of The Beyond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so cut to the meeting where 
I'm I'm the executive producer, so I'm in charge of budget. You are Fulci, and yep. I'm telling you that basically we're out of budget, and you have your final last big <laughs> hell scene to shoot. All right, all right. Okay, ready? Good. Fulci, uh, sit down. I know, I know you have uh, ten days left of production. First of all, how are things going? It's great. I can't wait. Uh, we're, we've got this new the scene coming out. There's all these zombies. It's going to be awesome. Every one of their heads is going to explode. It's going to be amazing. Okay, uh, I just. I'm I'm so sorry to have to deliver this news, what, but what what um, you don't seem very hopeful. We're excited. This is a su- super exciting movie. It's so bloody and gross. Aren't so, you excited still? Remember when you asked for very specific tarantulas, and I told you that the only way we can get those specific orange lake tarantulas is yeah. if we charter a private jet over to Asia and get those tarantulas and bring them back. And I told you that's going to cost millions of dollars. Yeah, no, to go into the jungle and get these specific spiders. Some expensive spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to look great, by the way. It looks really good so far. Yeah, I'm sure. No doubt. Um, you spent basically like the rest of our budget. So we've only got $10,000 for your last big zombie apocalypse scene. Um, okay. Um, and also, we don't have enough money to pay for crew. So we're just we're going to need to do that giant scene. I know you were super ambitious about it, but we're going to have to film it in like one day. Okay. So when I pitched the scene, I'm sure you remember... Each one of these zombies is going to be levitating 12 inches off the ground. And I, they're going to have lightning coming out of their eyes. Yep. I, I remember yep. all of that. I remember um, they're just... Gonna, they're going to be bouncing off the walls, moving real fast, flying around, lots of fire, lots of stuff like that, right? I know. I know you wanted it to eventually transfer to a volcano as well. We have the yep. volcano booked. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't even get back our deposit on that, but we, we're not going to be able to pay for the rest of the volcano. We... The levitation is going to have to go. The lightning is going to have to go. So, Unfortunately, we can't. We can only afford one prop gun. No, no. Okay, one, but one the head gun. explosions, though, we have that, right? We oh. can afford that. Okay, you know, if we, if you fire, how many? Just tell me, how many head explosions can we afford at this point? If we don't feed our crew, uh-huh. we can afford one head explosion. Oh my god! It's the girl. It's a blind girl, but that's. Also, also, um, like we, we have that one painting of hell and I know you wanted to create a whole crazy hellscape with different angles and everything. Sure. Yeah. No, I, we've, we've got the one, we've got the one plotted out and we the just painting, need about 12 yeah. more. Yeah. We've got the one set plotted. It looks great. We we're, just need 12 more of those. Un- unfortunately, we're just going to have to use that single painting shot and no. that's going to have to be in every direction. No, it can only be shot from one direction. It'll look silly. Fulci, you blew your fucking budget on spiders I'm sorry. I, I can't my hands this, are tied. I can't give this a shit. <laughs> awesome that we got that audio footage from that meeting. Oh yeah, it's so great. I, I, those are in the vaults. I don't know how we uncovered that. We we somehow did the magic of Texture Dave saw just loosen those vaults right up. Man, that uh, producer was just swearing at Fulci. Flipping out. Swearing well, he's like face. he's patient with him, but clearly Fulci was just blown through way too much of the cash way too quickly. He's a spender, isn't he? He seems particularly upset about the spiders. <laughs> executive producer i think he may have gotten uh, bit by one of them that's bringing me back to that episode it's a like, lot of fun they did repeat like shots over and over and over again sure did just that same sequence of like a bullet right like just yeah. a shot Bang. into the chest yeah it's like it's not working every single time yeah that was another <laughs> thing he shot them two or three times in the body and then in the head and yeah he did that 700 times it's like derp derp oh maybe the head boom and he had to learn that yeah. lesson so many times he just never that never sunk in he's like no you have to shoot them three times in the body or twice in the body and once in the head that's the only way to kill them yeah 
You ever thought about not doing the first two shots on the body? <laughs> Just skip right to head. I mean, he runs out of bullets, which makes it all the more frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, so this next clip uh, comes from when we watched The Omen and how excited Chris and I both got about Gregory Peck <laughs> and uh, doing our Gregory Peck impressions. Uh, so why don't we listen? That's. I don't know why, but that song is so funny. To, yeah. For Gregory why would Gregory Peck, Peck be doing fat lip? <laughs> okay. So, don't count on me. So, fat lip is my favorite song. Passed my released before I died. The last six years of my life, I played only fat lip on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when Shatner was doing all that spoken word stuff? I was doing fat. Lip. I was doing. Some pure some forty fucking one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the summer is equal to forty one. Is my favorite band. Fat Lip was by far the best song. Oh, Fat Lip, that music video. So, like, we rant about that in, in the middle of the show, and then we close the show by doing Fat Lip. Yeah. <laughs> Don't count on me. And like, I would come in, you were like, Don't count on me. I come in to let you know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it, we like it's back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, just finally, like, and then just fade to dark over yeah. us singing at some point. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's going to be so good. And then we'll obviously do There Can Be Miracles, because that would just be the greatest duet in Gregory <laughs> Peck voices. So many nights we've prayed. Right off, anyone could hear. Finally, here now we are not right. Oh, our darling, it must to fear. <laughs> we were Gregory we Peck long before. <laughs> Gregory Peck harmonies are that's just truly special. Just the greatest thing ever. Um, Chaos, Gregs. Chaos, Gregs. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be. <laughs> Turns out I won an Oscar. Gregory Peck. <laughs> Gregory Peck. <laughs> that led to just weeks of us doing Gregory Peck impressions. To this day, I I love that clip so much. I yeah. love that we planned this whole like elaborate show where yeah. Gregory Peck, two Gregory Pecks, would just interact with each other. Yeah, and to have Fat Lip at the top. I mean, it's a real shame that people will never just get to hear what that would be like. Like two no. Gregory Peck singing Fat Lip together. Don't count on me to let you know when Don't count on me I'll do it again Don't count on me It's a podium mission Don't count on me Cause I'm not like Well I'm a no good lower middle class brat Backpack now and give a sh- man <laughs> You stand on this corner talking all that kerfuffin. You'll be in. And if the egg don't stain, you'll be rigging off the hook. Yeah. wanted in the telephone book. I like songs with distortion. Drinking in proportion. The doctor said my mom should have had an abortion. You know, he should have had an abortion. Yeah, your mom made me sure. Uh, Damien's mother. Hey, hey. I don't want to waste my time. We're coming out of casualty. Never fall in line Become another victim of your conformity Gregory Peck Turn in 2018 2019 Yeah Oh yeah 
Man, I can't believe those two guys just came in here to do that for us. Thanks. Thanks, Pex. Thanks, Gregory's. <laughs> Probably a, a standard level of quality performance from Gregory Pex. In some 41. And some 41. <laughs> <laughs> was that just some 41? I couldn't tell. <laughs> vocals was, quality was so similar. I don't want to fall line. Was that some 41? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, okay. Um, do we even have... We got 17 minutes. Um, should we do our top 10 favorite horror movies? We could just do it quickly. We don't need to sure. like, really defend it or anything. Yeah. Now that we're done one year of the podcast, we thought it'd be fun to just tell each other we haven't looked at these lists ahead of time of what we think our 10 favorite horror movies are right now uh, but not just from the podcast of all the horror movies just of all the, just yeah, yeah of our favorite horror movies in our general favorites. which is kind of a bullshit question because i think uh, i would probably yeah. give you a different every day answers different, yeah. yeah and it's that's why we're specifically not ranking them because that's no. even more bullshit i think that's it's just too hard to like pick your number one your yeah. number two no so, rank so this is us just attempting to say our 10 favorite horror movies and then also we should add which ones made it onto the list because of this podcast. Sure. Okay. And then every year it'll be fun to look back and see yeah. what we said the 10 were at the time. What you've added to your list because of the podcast. That'll be fun to see too. Yeah. Um, uh, you, want me... to go, you want to do a classic rock, paper, scissors for who goes first? Yeah, let's do it. Um, rock, rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Oh, boom. <laughs> Nothing beats rock. All right. Um, let me just guess before you do your podcast. Yeah, sure. Guess, guess what you I'm think. I'm going to guess that definitively Suspiria will be on there. Okay. That's uh, your one guess? Uh, yeah. I think we should just do the... Def- right. or, no, we'll do guess one three, and then three. a maybe. Okay, okay, okay. So Suspiria will be on there. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to see, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. let's say Demons, and let's say um, Cabin in the Woods. Wow. Um, you got one right. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Which you one? got Suspiria right. Yeah. Suspiria's on there. Um, and then the rest of these, like I feel like my list is a little cliche, but when it came down to it, I just had to pick so many of these. Mm-hmm. So I've got Alien, Blair Witch, Halloween, Neon Demon. Yeah. Okay. I should have guessed that. Nightmare on Elm Street, Paranormal Activity. Yeah. I should have guessed that. Scream, The Damn Shining. Damn it. Stupid. <laughs> the Shining, Suspiria, and The Thing. Okay. That's a really good list. That's my, that's what I came up with just a few days ago. I might change my mind in a week, but that's, yeah. if I had to have 10 favorite horror movies, I think that way I'm covering all the subgenres too. Like I got sci fi in there, ghosties, mm-hmm. killers, cults. Yeah. Nice. Mine is just like a true blue, like, um, these are the movies that always like their names come up first in my head without totally. even trying to like genre totally cover like fan out. Um, I would guess. guess for my three, um, I would go strangers, dark skies and Pandorum. You got two, not Pandorum, not Pandorum. <sighs> okay. All right. Let's hear so, it. uh, alien cabin in the woods, dark skies, <sighs> dawn of the dead, mm-hmm. the descent grave encounters. Nice. Loved ones. Mm-hmm. Paranormal activity, raw strangers raw fucking raw really raw made it and finally troll hunter very nice yeah very nice list i am i'm surprised by some aspects of that list so a bunch i mean on mine the only one that really made it because of the podcast is suspiria um and yours it seems like you have two or three uh mine um raw loved ones and yeah yeah those two yeah nice yeah and uh i was debating like I just love it so much. I assumed I it was going to be on there. It was it was very close. I, I ended up taking it off because I'm like, I don't know if I go back. I can't believe, I can't believe you'd, if you had to kill it or raw, like just you personally, yeah. knowing you, I can't believe if you had to kill one of those two, you would throw it out and you would hold on to raw. I chose raw. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how our opinions change mm-hmm. like a year from now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? In two years from now. Yeah. Raw just like, 
I almost put martyrs on there just because I was tempted. Like I was, I was tempted. like, like I was saying earlier, what I love about horror is just when it really gets on your skin and affects you. Yeah. And raw, if I'm being very honest, affected me maybe most in 2017. Wait for getting under your skin. Yeah. That's like very interesting that it's like sticking with me. And I didn't put martyrs on just because it's so new to me. Yeah. That like, man, but raw, I feel like martyrs got under my skin so much more than raw. It, it, it did. in like, it like made me, like, but uh, it, it was made me really uncomfortable. But like raw, it was such a strange concept. It wasn't like the fear of someone dying or getting mm-hmm. caught or like torture or anything like that. It was just all these somewhat real, unbelievably uncomfortable situations. Great story that ties it all together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I I think it's fantastic. It, the acting raw, is incredible. I will say about raw is that it has my favorite scene in a horror movie from last year. That's a little tease of our upcoming Ooh. 2017 retrospective, but that's still, I think, the best scene in a horror movie of this year. Which one? What scene? Actually, it would be very close with um, just the opening scene of it. Now that I think about oh, it, Georgie, yeah. it's just so classic. It's so good. The finger scene, man. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. Like, as far as like going back like, just, with the dog and just everything. Like, just the shot, the performances, the surprise. Like, I gasped so yeah. loudly watching. Like, that, yeah, that scene is incredible. And uh, as an honorable mention, life. Always. <laughs> was Dark Skies on that list? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the two. Good for you, you I love that movie so much. I thought about it too. I'm like, I have to take Dark Skies off this list. Like, I love it, but mm-hmm. nobody else does, and I can't talk to anybody else about it. And then I started yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, this is my favorite movie. <laughs> I know. Like, that's why I, I said to you off mic too, it would be interesting to do um, a top a top 10 favorite horror movies that aren't in the usually considered top yeah. 50 best horror movies of all time. So, like, I, I, I stand by my list, but... I would love to also do a list that didn't include what are always acknowledged yeah. to be the classics, you know? Yeah. Cause then you would have to throw in movies like grave encounters. You would have yeah. to throw in movies like the ruins. I would be tempted to put in there martyrs. That's, yeah. that would be an interesting list as above. So below, like, I are... fucking love as above. So below. I know. Yeah. It's a really good movie. That's like a, it's so underrated and it will mm. like, I think people eventually realize that it got lost in the noise of found footage and it was yeah. one of the top ones. It's one of the really good ones. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And I think grave encounters is that, I love Grave Encounters, it's but for me, so, so much of Grave Encounters was already done in um, like 1408, like the twists about that. Yeah, I, I guess. I still I still like Grave yeah. Encounters, but for me, it, it didn't break that mold I've, I've, in the way it did for a lot of people. The difference for me as a viewer, and I don't, I could, I don't know exactly how to chalk this up, but I was... Grave Encounters was scary to me, mm. and 1408 was exciting, and I loved it, but I didn't... I wasn't that scared. Not as scared. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's let's rewatch all of those movies we just mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> watch them all. Thanks, Scaredy Cats, for tuning in to our first year of the podcast. Yeah, our one year anniversary extravaganza episode. Yeah, and, and for listening to all the past episodes as well. Yeah, thank you for being a part of that first year. Yeah, um, it makes it much more than just the two of us watching horror movies. Yeah, it's it's become much bigger than we could have imagined, and we're so grateful to every single person who's listened to the podcast. Yeah, and tune in. We got a lot of fun uh, new ideas for the next year coming out, and enjoy the new logo and website. My name is David Stonebra. My name is Chris Vandenberg, and as Fucking always. <laughs> chaos reigns, chaos reigns, chaos reigns, chaos reigns. The fox was eating itself. They'll make you eat your own scalp. Don't trust Hollywood cults. We don't know what the greys want. Don't eat Jesse's eyeball. Don't cut open Jane Doe. And number three. Don't Don't fuck with the mute's cat. Something to do with something. 
This house needs a family. Shut your freaking Soho. The bat looked like a hamster. <laughs> She'll get you with the teacup. Trolls be chewing tires. Gone with the capital dead. Don't camp with the demon. Tina took 30 Adderall. She'll get you with barbed wire. Turns out it was cancer. Don't divorce Cronenberg. Always keep a spare flare. Aliens need their nap time. Chris didn't get it. I still don't. Ray rocks with the devil. Don't fuck in a graveyard. Why was there a ski pole? Don't forget your passport. Johnny Depp exploded. We get it. We're the bad guys. Don't replace dead babies. Josh will punch your brains out. It's like the sacrament but haunted. Toss intense like confetti. Am I not pretty enough? Cover up your clown toy. This is the history of zombies. Should have done what Judd said. Motorcycle helicopter. Tarantulas eat your eyeballs. Miles and Nelson friends forever. I hope the crooked man is better. Probably not. Davos is a werewolf. We'll watch the sequel next week. Scream. We'll see you back in Derry. Rich teens live in castles. Scream too. You'll puke up weird gross black stuff. There's something in the water. Or is there? Holy shit. Curse you, I'm beheaded. Another social traumatary. Slug Morpheus is still out there. Jerry is a good boy. Careful when cooking butter. You call that a haircut. Charlie Brown's an asshole. A good use of nine million. Let's eat a bowl of puke soup. Chaos reigns. Fucking love you, scary cats. Season two. <laughs> Do this. Texting Dave Some Massacre. Top 20 episodes. <laughs> We're going to make it 2,000. See you next time, Scaredy Cats. See you Saturday. Hey, Jody. Uh, what, what do you think about the podcast? Uh, you mean those movies you go watch with your friend there? Yeah. What about it? What do you think about it? It's nice. I'm glad you have a friend. Chrissy, what do you think of my podcast? I'm too too sleepy. What? I'm too tired to answer. But it's a but you like it. It's a good podcast. Too many spooky movies and ghosties. Uh, so Jody. Yeah. Um. So what do you, do you think that the podcast is is pretty good? I think it's good that you have a podcast. Do you think we do a good job? Um, yeah. Are you proud of me for doing this, for making a podcast that has a bunch of listeners? 
And I'm so sad you didn't have me as a guest on the faculty episode. I have so many opinions about that movie. Like what? Ugh, Elijah Wood. Okay, so Jody. Yeah. So specifically about the podcast, um, do you think that we're putting out a good quality product that people want to listen to? Um, I mean, according to you, somebody listens to it. Yeah, no, but you've listened, right? You think it's good? Yeah, people listen. Y- you listen, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks, babe. <laughs>